Bible? Yeah. Um, that's that's the answer I'm going with. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Long week, eh? Yes. Long week. Super long week. It's not done. I'm in work today. I have to do it again. But today will not be an 11-hour shift, so I should be all right. Yeah, you uh, you were saying that yesterday was quite a long day. It was. I fucked up a few times. Well, I've got this thing, like, uh, the wine glasses. Because they, they get washed and then they get turned upside down and they're on a mat. Yeah. So they get, like, a little, like, water ring just on the rim. And it, it looks... Di- it's not dirty, but it looks it. Yeah. So we have to, like, give them a bit of a wipe. And I think it, it must have been, like, Friday or something. Yeah, yeah, it was Friday. Where I was cleaning one, and I just ripped it in half. Just ripped this fucking wine glass in two. Yeah, that's not good. Just in front of my boss's face. Like, glass everywhere. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh dear. And then yesterday I did the same fucking thing. Just cleaning a wine glass. Snap. Just like holding a panel of glass in my hand. Yeah, that's not good. No. And then <coughs> it was clean it was tidying up. So there were like a few shot glasses, and I just put one into another one. Not even hard. Shattered. And I flooded the bar, and I nearly did it again, and I nearly did it again. Uh, if it if it makes you feel any better, I've got a massive uh, all in my thumb. Um, you burn it? No, I was moving stuff to my new place, and you know, for like you know, like the mini cars that you get, like the remote for it, and it's got the metal thing that comes out that sends out the signal. Yeah. That 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 had snapped off in my hand. Oh dear. And taken a chunk out my thumb. No bother. And it it was them that really annoys you because every time you go to like wash your hands, yeah, you forget and your thumb stings for about half an hour afterwards because you put soap on it. I'm trying to remember what got my finger. Right. Oh, at work we've got like a little cutlery tray for cutlery, obviously, but. Someone, when they put the cutlery in it, not me, decided that it should go knives, forks, tablespoons, sharp knives, and also teaspoons in the in the last one. And teaspoons are like, I use them pretty regularly because for like chutney and whatever. Yeah. Goes in there. So I just fucking slice my finger quite a few times reaching in to get a teaspoon. I've moved them now because I've done it enough times that I'm like, no, I don't. I don't have to continue doing this. <clears throat> is it? Is it a bit pathetic that it annoys me that they've got the knives and the forks the wrong way around? Normally, when you you sat there eating, you have yeah, it's fork in the left hand, knife in the right hand. And it annoys me that that isn't the system that they've gone with. I'll switch them around when I get in. Thank you. I'll send you a picture. One of my old housemates used to wind me up by uh, telling me that at the parents' house, they've just got one tap in the house that just constantly drips. Oh, that's because, awful. Because 
it doesn't seal properly when you turn off the tap. Can you do me a favour? Like, it's again, camera's not quite the right angle. Can you just angle the camera down, just like a little bit? Alright, let's see if that's done it. No, that's that's just my dick. There we go. There is we that go. Better? No, that is spot on. Good job. Proud of you. Got a good good uh, good grind action yeah. there. That's what the fans want. Yeah. Well that can be the first thing that goes on the OnlyFans account. Yeah. Collective Juxtapals OnlyFans. Just yeah. talking about different kinks that we both don't share. That we just don't understand or have. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> so yeah, it's been a it's been a long week and it's not quite done. One more shift. One more shift. And then I'm off for four days. Which will be nice. Honestly, I'm kind of glad that my holidays got switched around because otherwise I would have been in tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that's no good. Um. Yeah, I've been, I've been off all week with a cold. Luckily, like, today I've woken up and I'm pretty much, like, there. I'm pretty much recovered. Yeah, this is early morning feeling shitty, not I am ill feeling shitty. Yeah, I think by this afternoon I'll be, I'll be back to about ninety-five percent. Yeah. So a little bit of a, a little bit of a runny nose, a little bit of a tickly throat. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's all some orange juice on the way home. Yeah, I've had a lot of Tropicana juice, apple juice, orange juice, pineapple juice. Got a bit this of week. Yeah. It's just been nice. I've uh, I've also watched a lot of TV, and been just absolutely infuriated by the fact that my name is Earl just la- just finishes on a cliffhanger. That surprised me, but yeah, that was a uh, a lot of shows around that time just ended. Yeah, not good. I'm trying to think of a uh, what because that was an E4 show that was on E4. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else was on E4 at the time that just kind of disappeared. Because there were a few. I've started watching um, Ugly Betty, and I reckon that's going to be somewhat similar. That went for a while, though, I think. You that might... that only went for four seasons. Did it? Yeah, the difference is, is that each... It's a long one, like, each season has, like, 20-odd episodes, yeah. and they're all, like, 40, 45 minutes long. Yeah, standard American primetime TV length. Oh. But... Yeah... Oh, uh, did you ever watch Chuck? It was about, like, a nerd guy who became a spy, basically. No. Um. Is he... What was the one that I'm thinking of? No, no, it's not... It's something different. It's about a guy that, uh, is basically a murderer. Let me find out. Oh, Dexter. Dexter, that's the one that I'm thinking of. No, we don't watch Glee in this house. Uh, I like Glee. No, they stole someone I like's song and it annoyed me. Don't say that's the concept of the show, because no. 
It pretty much is. No, um, this guy who I listened to called Jonathan Coulton, who had a cover of uh, Baby Got Back. The version in Glee is exactly his version that he had done. And they stole it. Okay. Like, his backing track is in the show. They just went, yeah, that one's alright. Yoink. And sang over it. Yeah. Okay. So, Glee is bad. Also, what time did you actually set off this morning? Because you sent me a text at 9 saying you're about to set off, and I don't believe you. Um, no, I sent you a message at about 5 to 9 saying, I've only just got up. I'll be setting off in a couple of minutes. Yeah, what you got here at like just before 10. What time did you set off? I want to say about 20 past 9. 25 past 9. But I literally woke up at five to nine, and just felt like death. Yep. I I go through it because uh, when I used to work at your place and also Tolketh Mill, um, had a. I had this knack for like being able to wake up, and just delay feeling shitty until I got to work. Like, I would walk all the way to work and feel fine. As soon as I sat down at work, I'd be like, okay, and now the dread sets in. And feeling awful and sleepy and tired and headachey. But all the way walking to work, I'd be fine. That, that, that's a special talent. Oh, it was. It was uh, also just a knack for being able to get up later and later every day and still turn up just on time. I need to restart that process now I've moved. Oh yeah, because you live further away. I live an extra three minutes away. It's fun how you figure out exactly how long it is. Yeah. How long you can really push it before you're practically running into work. It's like, I know for a fact, comfortable walking pace, like, faster than most, but comfortable walking pace... From here to work is 27 minutes. From here to the train station is 27 minutes. Okay. I think when I was living at my old house, I always aimed to set off with about 45 minutes uh, to work. And I think I got it down to about 35. If I, if I set off... Any later than that, I'm really fucking pushing it. I, when I lived at Avon Park and worked at Tolketh Mill, uh, HGS, that when I first started walking it, that was a 45 minute walk. Easy. The quickest I ever did that was 20 minutes. The standard that I got it down to was like 25 minutes, it was a march. Yeah. Because I'd always make the mistake of I'd set my alarm for like, this is kind of pushing it at this point, and then I'd still, like, close my eyes. Yeah, it's not good. I'm really annoyed that the only time I've been late for this job wasn't my fault. Because <laughs> nobody told me when to come in. Uh, I remember you saying no, yeah. They they just like, <clears throat> I'd come in at twelve on a Sunday one week 
And they'd said to me, oh yeah, next week, don't worry about it, we'll we'll have you in later. And later for me was like, oh, well, four then. Or three, I can't remember. I think No, I think it was two. But for some reason they wanted me in at one. So I was technically late, but it wasn't my fault. So don't count it. But I have not been late to that job properly. And I'm very happy with that, because I used to... I was chronically late. But it's different because it's like, if I'm late, it means I have to do prep quicker. So it it's only on me if I am late. Yeah. But also, my bosses are like really reasonable. Because I said to him the other day, I was like, hey, like once, twice a week, I might have to come in half an hour early just to get a bit a bit more prep done. Because we've got more on the menu than we used to. Yeah. And they went, yeah, all right, fine, just put it on your timesheet. Don't worry about it. <clears throat> because we don't have uh, contracted hours, like there's no specific, you work at least 25 hours a week, it's, you get paid for what you work. Doesn't mean no overtime, but that's just the work, that's the nature of bar yeah. work. You're basically on a zero hour contract, aren't you? Exactly. Oh, well. Suppose it work, mate, works out for you if you're doing like one week where you have to do 40, 50 hours and the next week you only have to do 20, 25. Oh yeah, because I get paid every two weeks as well, so works out. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how much I'm going to be paid uh, this time around. Let's have a look. Um, 11, 19, 20... Seven. Oh fuck, that was a long day on Monday as well. Twenty-seven, eight on top of that, so that's what, like, thirty-four, thirty-five, forty. Oh fuck, it was like forty odd this week. That's forty-five plus last week, which was thirty-seven. So yeah, I'm gonna, I'm on like seventy summer hours for the past couple of weeks, which is. Not bad. It's, this will be my first proper payday in a year. Yeah. I meant to ask you, uh, not to wind you up, but what what's going on with Warehouse? Yeah, I didn't get tickets. Wound up with that. But they released more tickets. I don't know if they're still on sale, but they're selling for Tuesday and the Thursday now. So, But I didn't have the money, so I didn't get any. <clears throat> Did they not release any more for the opening night? They did, but I didn't have the money anyway. Oh, right, okay. And uh, they sold out pretty quick as well. The Tuesday ones were still on sale. Did they not figure out why they sold out so quick, then? Well, just because people bought them really quick. It's just some people were lucky and managed to actually... Like, what? if you've used that website before, you've got massive advantage. Because you'll automatically log in as soon as you load up the page. Yeah. And you can add them and pay for them. Done. There's yeah. no add them to basket. Re then register. Then try and register. Um, and then, oh, because you've registered, you've lost everything in your basket. Try again. Yeah. Well, at least you've registered now. and Yeah. If know. I am, because it wouldn't let me fucking log in last time. <clears throat> Fun times. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I'll uh, might just turn up on the night and see what's going on. Yeah, because I've sold so many for early entry. But 
Also, if the 21st goes ahead, because it's looking like it probably won't. What's happening with the 21st? The uh, 21st is pretty much everything back to normal. Yeah, but are they talking about delaying it, cancelling it? Yeah, they're talking about delaying it. What's the point? There's not been that much of a spike in cases, has there? Uh, it's the Indian variant they're worried about, but I know that Pfizer is like 90% effective. Um, yeah, it's... We'll see. Like, I don't, I don't care all that much. Like, I would like to go to warehouse. It's fun to go, but I've already waited over a year. I'm not gonna go and open at night. It'd be fun, but you know, you're gonna be there and hardly gonna be able to get served. So that's true. I walked past uh, Roper the other day. I fucking miss Roper. <clears throat> I went in the other week. It was really nice. Uh, middle of the day, it's dead. I went, not. The day pubs opened, the day after. Okay. Or like a couple of days after, and middle of the day it was me and a friend out back, and like a couple of people inside. That was it. Are you allowed to go back inside now? Yep. Okay. Uh, you, when when you pick was. your table, that's your table, you're done. Unless you like go up to someone and say, hey, I want to shift tables. Okay. That's no, not too bad then. Yeah, no, it's, it's fine. And uh, you order drinks on an app to your table. Yeah. Which my place of work could never do. You run, We run out of beers too quick. The whole reason I flooded the bar yesterday was because we had one, two, I think three beers die, all in really quick succession. Okay. So then we have to clean the lines, and it was when I was cleaning the line. Like... I was pouring a beer that ran out just before the end, and I accidentally left the tap on when I went and put it onto the water. Okay. So do you have to clean the uh, the pipes every time you run out of a particular beer? Um, or... I would have thought if you would, if you was connecting it to a keg that's the same beer. Exactly. So, there's three lines that we have, that we have multiple kegs for. There's Prava, Budvar, and Sheppy's Cider. Yeah. If you're putting the same thing on, you don't have to clean the line. It's only if you're putting something else on yeah. that you have to clean but out the line. being a craft beer place, most of the lines were swapping out constantly. Yeah. That's that's a bit frustrating. It's fine, like it doesn't. So for me, if I went to work at any other pub that wasn't like that, you do a line clean like once a week. Yeah, you do it on the Sunday. You do it on the Sunday. Night. You do it on Sunday night. It's a non-issue, but for us, like it's worth it to clean the line, get something else on. Yeah. Although, like last night, we uh, the sheaf ran out at I want to say half ten. Last orders is at eleven. Yeah. We didn't put another one on. Just let water run through. Okay, that makes sense. Oh god, I've got a really itchy nose. Fucking go for it. I've actually managed to buy another electric razor as well this week. Ooh. That's well last week. That's how boring my life is. I managed to get a new electric razor so I could 
trim it down so it's reasonable instead of looking yeah. like a hobo. With having a uh, decent payday tomorrow and also whatever birthday money I get. Um, I should have like a little bit of spending money now. <laughs> which would be nice. Yeah. Get some silicon, get some resin and then I can do some dice making. Uh, need to talk to my dad about... Because um, um, when you make dice or you do anything on a 3D printer that has a flat surface, you're going to want to sand it because it's going to have like the little like connecty bits yeah, that snap that off. Sense. And a really convenient way to do it is to put sandpaper on like a pottery wheel because oh, it's okay. a really flat surface, constant speed, hold it down, done. Yeah, Swap out sense. the sandpaper for a higher grip, do it again, done. So I need to talk to my dad about uh, getting a pottery wheel because that's what he's... That's what I asked for Anybody wants uh, input on it. Just keep forgetting. Uh, what does your dad do for a living? I always forget. Uh, currently nothing. Because um, from kind of what I've figured from what you've told me anyways, like kind of like a handyman. Oh, he's very good he at kind build, of is. He's very good at building stuff. He... He has done enough of all of the trades. Like, I think he's said that he's happy to do anything but plumbing. Plumbing and... Like, he can do electrics. He can't legally do electrics because you need to be licensed to do it. Even on your own house, you have to be licensed to do it. And he's not. He might have been at one point. He's not now. Uh, But my dad was a lorry driver for years. Like, um... When mum and dad, mum and dad got divorced, he still wasn't working. All of a sudden, needed to work, so he got a job as a joiner with mum and dad's mate. Started working there, living with him. Um, then after he moved, he got back into driving lorries because that's what he'd done for years, lorry driver. But then he was in a crash. Yeah, I think. I'm... Like not an awful one, just a crash, and he got a like semi bad whiplash yeah um felt a bit rough had like a few months out of work then he went back to work and not long after had another crash but because of that um his back got like kind of fucked up and his neck yeah so he can't check his blind spots so he's lost his license so he can't drive uh right okay yeah so he's a Surgeons can't do anything for his back or anything, so he just can't drive now. Yeah, that's not so good. No, so he's probably... I think he's on disability or something, I know. Yeah. It's, um... It's a talented, talented job if you can be, be like a joiner. Something along them lines. There's a this guy on YouTube I used to watch all the time, because uh, he had a Discovery Channel show, initially. Um... I can't remember what the show was called, but it was essentially this hand... He, he's a handyman in the sense you can throw anything at him and he'll know how to do it. Yeah. He'll be able to do it. Just fucking anything. Um, but it was... They'd go to, like, a flea market and buy stuff and then do it up and fix it up and then resell it. Yeah. So they did that. So that was his show, but uh, he's now got a YouTube channel where he just makes things. Yeah. He doesn't talk throughout. Sometimes he does, but generally his videos are silent, other than the sound of machinery 
and what he's doing to the thing. Okay. And it's great. It's really, really nice. He's uh, called Jimmy DeResta. And he just makes okay. shit. But, like, it, there's so, it's so very, like, um... He's made a few tables. He makes quite a lot of stuff for, like, people commission him to make signs and shit like that out of metal. He's made a fair few knives. Like, you know, Brock Lesnar's chest tattoo. Yeah. He has made that knife. Just for fun, for himself. Okay. Yeah, he's a bright lesnar. Bloody hell, not thought about him in a while. Mm. He's a weird-looking man. He's a... He's like a boulder. He's very, very square. Yeah. Have you ever, you won't have watched any of his fights, will you? No. He, he fights exactly how you imagine he would fight. It's... Me, me and you are going to punch each other until one of us falls over. Oh, I was, uh... Talking to my tattoo artist, Reese, um, about... I think it was about Brock Lesnar. Because, um, he was saying how Brock Lesnar has done a couple of MMA fights. Yeah. And he's not good. I think he was back back in the day. He's he's too wrestler shaped. He is not MMA shape. That that doesn't make any any sense. He's not agile. He's a rock. Yeah, to say that he's too much of a wrestler for MMA is like Fucking stupid because that's part of MMA. But yeah, but like I, I get what re- you mean. Wrestling he... is all about like the show of your punch and being able to throw somebody about. That sort of wrestling. Right? Yeah, okay. half, half. When you say half of MMA is like grappling and not letting someone leave until you have caved their skull in. Yeah. He's too much of a showman to successfully like. If you put me up against Brock Lesnar, I'm sure he would win. Like, hands down. Yeah. The only benefit I have is I think I'm faster than him. I could run away. Their max guns aren't, aren't big enough, mate. They're just not big enough for you to run away for 25 minutes. No. Just drop some, like, marbles on the floor or fall over. I think the best case for people like that is just curl up into a ball and just give up. Yeah. No. Uh, hide your kidneys and your face and hope you don't die. Just hide everything. Yeah, it's... Uh... I'm pretty sure if you could get, on, get onto his back, you'd be alright. Because I don't think he'd be able to reach you. Jesus. Maybe. Maybe that's... I'm that's... sure he could just fall backwards, but... Yeah, I think I was saying the other week that I'm like really trying to get into the UFC. The only issue is with the pandemic; it's always in like Vegas. Yeah. Or they have it in like the Middle East somewhere. So like the main card's always on at like five in the morning. Yeah. In like if you're watching it, you can you can watch the very early fights, but. They're usually like the sort of people that are just starting out in the UFC. So. It's fun to watch. Probably some fun to watch. 
It, it, it is still good fun to watch. My dad refuses to watch it, but doesn't mind watching boxing. Which I don't really understand. Um, he'll it, happily... Because I've talked to him about it, he's like, I'll happily sit here and watch two, pe- two blokes stand across from each other and punch each other's heads in. He said, but I'm not watching two blokes just roll around on a mat. I'm like, well, that, that, that's not UFC, UFC dad, really. There's there's a lot more to it, but yeah. okay, each their own. Honestly, I think it's probably just your dad has a probably backwards thought that UFC requires less skill. Because boxing is very, like, kind of rock, paper, scissors in its dynamic. Like, there are counters to things you are going to receive. But UFC, if you if you don't know what you're looking at, there's two blokes rolling around on a mat. Yeah. Trying to kick each other's shit in, but it looks... I think the difference between boxing and UFC is boxing is very two-dimensional. Yeah. In the fact that all you've got to look at is two two hands. Just stay away from them two hands. Just don't let them two hands hit you. Don't, don't get hit. But UFC's pretty much like four-dimensional. You're not just looking out for two hands, you're looking out for... Two feet, two knees, elbows, head. Um... Yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a weird sport. Yeah. Your uh, your favourite UFC fighter is fighting again in a few weeks. Oh, fuck off. Your uh, your busy mate, Connor. Why? He's not relevant anymore. Is is he not though? No, he's not. I've told you now. I am. I am the law on UFC. <laughs> clearly, clearly, yeah. You yeah. expert. You excited for the uh, Mayweather Logan Paul fight? That's just gonna be embarrassing. Logan Paul going. Oh yeah. Well, well, he's old now, so I'm just gonna knock him out. And you're going. Well, that that's not how that one works. This is a guy that's. Never been knocked down. He's 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 hardly ever been physically punched. Never mind knocked down. Yeah, although I enjoyed the uh, McGregor Mayweather fight. It wasn't as rewarding because Mayweather's also an asshole. Uh, yeah, like Conor McGregor for me is a forgivable asshole. He's too far over. He's way too far over for me. Like, I get it if you... I think for, for me, because I, I do watch a lot more boxing and stuff, I think a part of it is... Before the fight, you've got to get people excited for it, so you have to have that sort of arrogance about you to say, I'm going to do this, this, this. He's an asshole. I'm going to say this, that and that. Just to wind people up, that's going to get people to watch. All fighters do it. Some are better at it, at trash talking and stuff. It's it's something I could never know. It's fine. fine, Yeah. 
like Muhammad Ali was probably one of the best at it. At like trash talking, mm. talking sh. But he, he did it in a way that he was more talking about himself and stuff. Yeah, it was a. It was like almost. I don't. I don't know because uh, Muhammad Ali. I've never. I've seen like the few bits of him like doing the million dodges and then that little wiggle. Yeah, it's just hilarious. No, I'll, I'll send you some clips of his. Some of his quotes are brilliant, saying that he's so fast that he turned off the his bedroom light last night and uh, got into bed before the light went out and stuff like that. Um, but that's like that's bigging up yourself. Yeah, that's different of... than just being an absolute cunt. Yeah, I'll see if I can get up some of his quotes. His quotes are brilliant. There's gonna be, there's gonna be two, two sounds. The first one is me hitting you, and the second one is you hitting the ground. Yeah. <coughs> have you ever watched? Have you ever seen like the videos of, um, like gypsies trash talking? No. It's so funny. I don't think that's the that's the term that they appreciate, but. Uh, well, travellers. There we go. I- Irish travellers. There we go. Um, one of the quotes was, "There's going to be three hits in this fight: me, you, me hitting you, you hitting the floor, and the ambulance hitting ninety miles an hour on the way to the to the hospital." Oh. <sighs> oh God, that's. Let's see. Uh... It's like I'm I'm trying to find like the main quote yeah. from Muhammad Ali. There's obviously um float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Yeah, I thought that was his. So that full quote is float like a butterfly, sting like a bee is hands can't hit what his eyes can't see. <laughs> now you see me, now you don't. Joyce thinks he will, but he knows he won't. It's not bragging if you can back it up. It's yeah. hard to be humble when you're as great as I am. Christ. <sighs> my toughest fight was my first wife. What the fuck? Ah. <sighs> oh my. There's one way he's like... He's talking just rubbish. He's like, I, I, I've, I've injured a rock. I'm, I'm so mean that I make medicine sick. All this sort of stuff. Absolute nonsense. I, anyway, I'll, I'll find the clip and send it to you. It's brilliant. But yeah, if you, if you can wind people up. Um, if you're good at talking then you're always going to be making a uh, making a lot more money if you can be outrageous that's even better and that's that's kind of Conor McGregor all over isn't it yeah it just doesn't mean I have to like it yeah there's um, 
I think the clip's probably still online where he's fighting um, a, a Russian guy who is also a Muslim so he doesn't drink and Conor McGregor's got his own whiskey company yeah. now and the head of the UFC is called Dana White and while they were doing this um, press conference it was Dana White's birthday so Connor's brought in, brought this whiskey with him and gone, come on, all three of us will have a drink of this whiskey. I'll have a shot of each. He's like, no, no, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't drink. He's like, what's up with you, you mad backwards cunt? Have a drink. Jesus. And we're like, all right, that, that's, that one's a bit far. That one is a bit far. And then he got into trouble for calling this Russian guy's trainer a terrorist. And everyone's like, oh, he, he can't say that, he can't say that. And they're like, well, actually he can. He's, his trainer was a terrorist. He was convicted of terrorism and got away with it because he went to America and made a deal. And that's the only way, that's the only reason he's not been convicted. Because he made a deal. Jesus. Yeah. Still doesn't mean you should say it though. Well, it's the truth. Doesn't matter. Christ. Didn't Conor McGregor? I I don't know if that was uh, if it was confirmed, but there was a video in Dublin of a man who fit Conor McGregor's description, like properly pressuring an old guy into having a drink. He was like, "Oh yeah, buy you a drink," and the guy's like, "Nah, I'm alright." Oh, I don't know. And then he just fucking smacked this old man to the ground and then left. Because this guy didn't want his shitty whiskey. Oh, I don't know. I'm this was a good, like, four or five years ago now. It was a, it was a while. No, well, I'm not sure. I'm honestly not sure at all on that one. But, yeah. Fighters. Fighters are wild people. They live it. It's, it's a different life. Yeah, it's a weird one as well. Getting paid millions of pounds for being able to give someone pretty much brain damage. Yeah. It is weird when you when you see like fighters and stuff that have obviously had a few too many fights. Yeah. You're going, yeah, you probably should have stopped, stopped four or five fights before you did. Yeah, it's like um, American football players as well. They yeah. just get fucked up. Yeah, that's brutal. What's the uh, Will Smith film? He's done one about that. And he plays like a Nigerian doctor in it. I can't remember what it's called. It might be called Concussion. Oh, yeah. And that's pretty much about the effects of American like, football because yeah, they're like constantly getting concussions. It's repetitive something, something. But uh, there was a guy, American football player, who'd done well all his life, but he'd just taken a few too many hits, and I'm pretty sure he killed his wife and daughter. Yeah. And I think in interviews he was like, yep, I did it so I could get out, and now I don't have to think about it anymore. He was in prison. He was like, yep, nope, I have a calm life, I don't have to worry about football, I can just live out my life here, it's fine 
because also like the added pressure of like fame and the added pressure of having to do well or yeah all that shit like yeah it's a weird one because um a lot of them before they made this discovery were, a lot of them were getting diagnosed with like early onset dementia and stuff mm. it was weird but no it's because they had this like bleeding on the brain because they've basically just been played on with concussions and all sorts yeah, it is the danger of the equipment they're given yeah you, you, t- you know it 100% is you Tell a rugby player, play as hard as you want. They're not going to. Because they know if they run full pelt at someone, they're going to hurt them and themselves. If you cut a rugby player out with a helmet and padding and full body armour, all of a sudden they think they can go harder. The helmet's only going to do so much. That's true, yeah. Like, rugby players, you don't really get this kind of thing. American football, people will charge full pelt into somebody else running the other way because they're wearing a helmet and they think that's perfectly fine. A helmet can only do so much. Yeah. It's, um... Because they've started um, adding, like, concussion protocol even into like, English English Mm -hmm. football and stuff now. Where... If you think that the player's gone down with a head injury, you stop it straight away. Where other injuries, or if they get tackled a different way, they won't necessarily stop yeah. the game. I've uh, had a concussion, it's bad, you just... Oh, it's horrible. It's... You are confused, and you feel sick, and you don't know why. That, like, that's it. It's... You are confused, but you don't know that you are, and you're saying weird stuff that you can't really... Like, your brain... The brain that you are within, and, like, you are trying to process a thought, and you, in that part of your brain, you process that thought, and then it goes into the translator part where it comes out as words, and it just fucks up coming out. And you feel sick, and you're all vomity, and you don't know why, and it's bad. Have you ever been knocked out? No. That That's... That's similar. Yeah, it's just... It's horrible. Because I imagine the waking up going, hmm, something happened. I once got knocked out in a game of football. Ooh. Um, playing on, like, AstroTurf. And someone was running it, running towards me, and I was backing off. And they've pushed the ball past me and gone to run around me. And just basically run into me. I've I've gone flying backwards, and just landed on the back of my head, been knocked out for a solid f- five to ten seconds. Ooh. Not fun, not fun at all. Oh, knocked out by a rounders <laughs> ball. That's rough. Oh, yeah, that one's that that one's not fun. I once got, like, really, really severely winded because we were playing basketball and a guy threw the ball at my chest. Just directly at it. Entirely took the wind out of me. And nobody ever... It's, it's something you can't really teach people. But when you get winded, you kind of, like, hunch over and you're just like, oh, fuck. And you can't breathe. Yeah. 
if you just like straighten your back out, you're fine. Like you can breathe perfectly okay. Yeah, it just got, kind of goes against everything that your body yeah, wants. Yeah, because you want to like open up your ability to inhale. If you're hunched over, you're like compressing them. Well, it's like that when um, if you go running, you you kind of want to bend over and put your hands on your knees to kind of mm. get your breath back. But well, no, you you see all the runners in the Olympics. It's like hands on your back. Well, it's, a, it's either hands on your back or hands on the back of your head. Yeah. Because then it opens up the the sides mm. of your body. Then, so your body can push out further. Smart. So. Sports are weird. Don't do them. Yeah, sports are weird. You want to start going to the gym together? You are. I start going to the gym. I'm already a member at Deep Down. Oh, never mind. Because I have a pure gym. Well, I can cancel mine at any time, to be fair. Yeah, uh, how much is yours? 15 quid a month. Yeah, similar. Uh, how, is it 24-hour one? No. Uh, pure gym's 24-hour. Is it? Yeah. So I'll probably end up going, like, maybe after work, depending on what time I finish. Yeah. And stuff. Okay. Yeah, we'll uh, yeah. sort it out. It's alright, they don't, they don't have, like, the best facilities, but it being 24 hours handy. Yeah. And depending on the times that you'd go, you'd probably have to get a prime one, same as me. Yeah. But for, like, when I was unemployed, um, you can get an off-peak membership, which is, I think if it was between, like, 11 and 6, it was only, like, 7 quid a month. Yeah. Or if it was, like, at night time as well, it was... Like really cheap, yeah. So I'm probably gonna do that again because I'd like to. I was gonna go the other day, but I had had a curry the night before, and I thought that would have been a mistake. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I've never understood. Uh, never understood people doing long distance running. Don't get it. Um, which is weird because I can understand why people enjoy fighting. I just don't um, understand people that like running long distance. It's a stamina thing. Like, a, in, you get you get into it after a while. I don't know. I can't say I've experienced it, but I have spoken to people that have. That after you do it for long enough, you kind of like you get like a buzz off it. I imagine. Yeah, you get a buzz off it, and you get off on the fact that you are beating your previous personal best. Yeah. Like, oh hey, I've done a did a twenty five mile run in however long. Yeah. Like, that's the bit that... It's not the act, necessarily the activity, it is improving at the activity. I'm always impressed by um, people that go, like, biking. But, mm. like, long-distance biking. Like, me, one of my uh, dad's mates, Frank, he's got... His bike is worth what I would imagine is thousands of pounds at this point. Like he's got one of these, like proper road bikes that we, that like the really thin tires and stuff, yeah. and where it's like lycra and that. And he does like he'll go out on a Sunday and do like eighty or ninety miles. Now that's impressive, especially if you think like he lives over near Bolton. He come he comes over this way, mm. and that's. I've uh, 20, 30 miles, and that's only like a third of what he does. 
I've not quite done that far, but uh, me and my family used to like start of spring, getting into summer. We'd uh, we generally do a bike ride or two. I'm just trying to figure out how far it was. Uh. How far was it? I've done, uh, like, 11, done 20 miles when I was uh, younger, when I was, like, 15. Because me and the family, on a fairly nice day, cycled up to... Fuck. Uh, Southport. Yeah. Cycled up to Southport and got a McDonald's and then cycled back. Yeah. And then we have all we've also gone from my grandparents to Old Nell's. What's Old Nell's? Oh it's a it's it's really nice. It's a restaurant and hotel called a Guy's Thatched Hamlet. It's like a proper just like really nice like old timey hotel with like thatched roofs and that kind of shit. Okay. And then a restaurant on uh on the canal. Um wait a minute, uh to be fair, yeah, rowers are very impressive. Oh yeah, that's a full body. Everything that's is ripped. That's got to be agony as well. When they when they do like long distance rowing, like across the, well, they do like across the ocean and stuff, don't they? Uh, they they yeah, do it they for do... like months on end. They have like two or three row, rowers that each take a turn. They do like. L- They'll, they'll go out and do like thousands of miles over a couple of months. Oh, yeah. So now you can probably do the channel because people swim the channel. That's yeah weird. But you know, people, it, it's uh, amazing feats of strength and stuff. It's uh, what's he called? The comedian um, Eddie. I can't think what he's called. Eddie Izzard? Uh, Eddie Izzard. She now, actually. She, sorry. Yeah, I a... apologise. Um, d- does a lot of marathons. Mm. I'll, like, we'll do, like, 30 marathons in 30 days. Yeah. I, uh, I wasn't reading it, but uh, someone at work was talking about it. Yeah, um, he ran Joe Rogan the other year. We're talking about it on there. He does like charity. Uh, he does it for charity. And um, yeah, you've got to have a particular mindset for that one. That's that's tough. Yeah, I running for me is the one thing that like I can do it for short periods. I'm not a distance runner. That's where I'm like lacking in my fitness. Fitness in general, but. Like, endurance and cardio is basically where I'm lacking. Yeah. But that's the bit that I don't like to do, so I'm not going to get better at it. That's true. Uh, Eddie's I'd always said that if uh, she didn't go into, like, comedy and stuff, that she she would have gone into probably the army or the military. Because she's kind of got that mindset of almost getting tunnel visioned about something. Yeah, no, it's dedicating your life to like singular. Yeah, it's um, interesting. 
yeah, yeah no, uh, I, I'd say I'm dedicated to my job, but realistically, it's just a place that I go to that I don't, I'm not sad. Yeah. But yeah, I'm dedicated to it because I want to do a good job and I don't want to disappoint anyone. But I find it very difficult to be dedicated to like a single thing. Yeah, like Becca does a really good job. Like she dedicates herself to like a knitting or crochet project and just goes for it. She's finished a hoodie in like three months. Like a full, full ass hoodie thing. I can't do it. I'm... But to be fair with Becca, it takes quite a bit of dedication to do the job that she does anyway. Oh yeah. I couldn't do what Becca does. Not, not even just on an intellectual standard. I know I couldn't do it, but just being in a room where you're cutting someone open and replacing something or repairing something or I, taking it away. Yeah. I couldn't do it. It'd knock me sick. Uh, I, don't, I think you just adapt. You get used to it. No, I think I don't. Th- I don't know if I could ever adapt to that. I think it would constantly freak me out. The fact that you could look inside someone and see the heart and the lungs and everything. It's uh, that's a it's a strange one for me. Uh... Have you ever heard of a man called Kenton Cool? I don't imagine. Like the name know. rings a bell, but I'm I'm pulling nothing. Um. So he's a he's like a rock climber. Okay. Um. But he's been up Mount Everest more times than... I don't know if it's more than anybody else or more than any other British person. Mm. One of the two. One of the two. He's been up like Mount Everest, like... I think it's either six or nine times. Bloody hell. He's been up a lot. I know that uh, Brian Blessed has attempted Everest, like, five times. And, like, a couple of times he didn't make it. At least once, he had to carry someone down because they got sick, so he carried them down Mount Everest when he was near the top. Yeah, I'll find out for you now. Oh no, I was way off. You were way off. Uh, he has summited Mount Everest 15 times. It's a few. Just a few. Um, and the only um, reason why I found out about him is because I was reading a book by Renald Fiennes. Yes. Is it like his uncle or something? Um, I'm not sure if he's his uncle. I know that they're really close. I know that they're good friends. Yeah, because I'm fairly sure he's got, like, missing fingers. Because my (laughs) mum works for Shop Direct, and every year they have, like, all the higher-ups. Like, my mum is, like, not super high up, but high up enough to be included. 
uh, they have like a meal where they get like a celebrity to come in and, and have a talk, and they got him in Ralph Fiennes. I don't think Ralph Fiennes. I think Kenton Cool. No, I don't know. It was someone Ralph Fiennes adjacent, but he's got like missing fingers and he does all that shit, philanthropist yeah. and climbing up stuff. Well, um, Kenton Cool was never supposed to be able to like walk up Everest because. He one of the when he was I can't remember where he said he was climbing up, but he got a fair way up and fell off and landed feet first and broke broke both of his heels. That's uh, not ideal. And he was told that he would never be able to walk properly again. And he said, "Fuck you! I'm going to do a super walky walk." Yeah. Big walkie up a big hill. Yeah, I think I've still got Kenton Cole's book at home. I'll bring bring it with me next time I come. Uh, he's interesting. Have you ever heard of the film The Man Who Walked Up a Hill and Walked Down a Mountain? No. I'm pretty sure it's based on a true story. It is about the stubbornness of the Welsh. Well, like, I'm pretty sure an English an English bloke is doing like surveying the landscape. And he comes to this little village in Wales. And they go, oh, hey, so you want to take some pictures of the mountain? And he looks at it and goes, it's not a mountain, though. And they're like, fuck you about it, it's a mountain. And he goes, no, it's only it's only 800 feet, only, only 800 feet tall. Yeah, they go. He goes, yeah, it's only like 800 feet tall, that. And they go, yeah. no, go fuck yourself. So this entire village starts, like, picking up rocks and buckets of dirt and climbing up to the top of this hill and putting shit on top of it until it's over a thousand feet tall and it can be classed a mountain. Because fuck you. I feel like that that is possibly one of the most Welsh things I've ever heard. Stubbornness. I feel like the Scots would do that as well just to piss off the English. Fuck you, it's a mountain. Yeah. And make it a mountain. I've uh, I've mentioned in previous podcasts that I used to go to like Wales every summer, mm. um, camping and caravanning and stuff. And you could just tell that they don't like the English at all, like because it's in like North Wales, a lot of them do know Welsh, and you'd be like you'd be in a, like a, a pub or something, and you'd be like waiting at the bar, and they could. It's like they can smell the English on you. It's unbelievable. And you, they'd be like, they'd be talking in Welsh and like occasionally glancing at you and stuff. And you're like, you're fucking talking about me, you prick. <laughs> we didn't conquer you guys so you could sit here and speak Welsh about us. How very imperialistic of you. Well, they should know better. Fucking hell. And you wonder why they don't like the English. Most countries don't like the English. It's only the Americans that like us. They don't like us. The English don't like us. We don't like ourselves. Nobody likes us. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, most countries. Just reserve that second language just to badmouth us when we're there because they know that we don't speak it. I think England has one of the... Or should I say, like, English natives have the lowest rate of ha- of having another language in anywhere in your head. 
Yeah. Always uh, cracks me up with my cousin. Because she speaks about four or five languages. She speaks like a ridiculous amount of languages. But that's because she's grown up with an English mother and a German father. Weirdly, uh, I think I've mentioned it before that uh, in Canada, Canada has the highest rate of people who know three languages. English, French, and... Depends where you move from. Because they get quite a lot of immigrants come over. So if you come from India to Canada, you will learn English and you will learn French. Just because it ends up kind of needed. It depends where in Canada you move to. Um, What's... This Newfoundland thing. is French as fuck. What's the what, what's the one on the right hand side? Quebec. Yeah, Quebec. Quebec. You are looked down on if you speak English in Quebec. It's, it's not as bad, but it is a case of it is a it is a mixed bag. When yeah. when you are speaking to someone like um one of the podcasts that I listen to, uh, the two guys there live in Quebec, and <coughs> how like it is kind of a weird thing where. If one of them gets into a taxi, he will just say it in both languages. He will say, I am going here in English and in French to cover his bases. Because it's just easier. That's a strange... Because also, if you've got, like, someone who has emigrated to there, you don't know which one they're going to have picked up first. Yeah, that's true. So it's better just like, okay, the language that you would speak as your native tongue isn't the one that you're speaking now, so I'm just going to give you English and French. Pick which one you're comfortable with. Whichever one you reply in, I will also reply in. Yeah. Yeah, it's something like 80% of like people in Quebec are bilingual, at least. Yeah. I remember going down to visit me, uh, my cousin as a kid, and my uncle liked telling her off in German. And like me and my brother just looking at each other going, he sounds really angry. I don't think he was that angry. Looking back at it, it probably wasn't that angry. No, it's just a... Honestly, anybody shouting the language you don't understand is going to come across as as more aggressive because you don't have the context of the actual verbose. I don't know. I think some languages sound inherently more aggressive. Yeah, it it all depends on who's saying it. Like, I think, like, the three languages that sound really aggressive are probably German, Russian, I don't know, probably Arabic. But then again... It's a lot of consonants. Yeah. Vowels are friendly and light. Yeah. And then consonants come across as, like, there's a lot of ends. Yeah, it's, uh... I was uh, talking to Colette in work the other week because she knows because she lived in Greece for a, a long time um, she speaks a lot of Greek hmm. I'm actually surprised at how much Greek there are, there is in the English language I, I find this weird on my phone because I have to write a lot of like ingredients yeah. and a lot of the ingredients aren't English like a uh, Correct, correct pronunciation would be chorizo, but chorizo. Like my phone recognizes that as a word and doesn't try and correct it to anything else. Yeah, but it's not an English word. 
it, it's not. It, but does it count as an English word because it's been adopted into our vocabulary? Like, I don't know. Because uh... know that, like, especially Japanese have a lot of stolen words that they go, yeah, we're just going to use that. We're not going to come up with our own. We but... didn't have this thing before you turned up. We're just going to have your word. That's all the English language is, really. It's just the. We've taken stuff from yeah, the French and Greek and German like, and Italian. In, in not just many... Stole... English is like one of the few languages that, like, in Spain, chicken is chicken when it's cooked. Here, chicken is chicken is when it's cooked. Over in Spain again, pig, when it is alive, is a pig pig when it is cooked is still pig there's no secondary word for it yeah why isn't a live pig a pig but a dead pig is a pork it's because when we were invaded by France and we were taken off as handmaidens and such um, when we would be dealing with the pig we would call it a pig but then we'd have to serve it and then we'd have to be speaking in French so it'd be poisson and then you'd or whatever the French word for pork is, I think that's about right. But you would then translate it to the French version, which would be pork. When you were dealing with a cow, you'd be like, oh yeah, it's cow, we're going to eat some cow. Oh no, but then I'm, now I'm giving it to a Frenchman, so it's boeuf. Yeah. No, that's why we have different words for alive meat and cooked meat. Yeah. Because uh, the English language is like three languages in a trench coat, pretending to be one. Yeah, and then we've got. Was it you that were telling me about? Um, oh, I can't remember what I was going to say now. Never mind. Um, fuck it, I don't know. What about languages and such? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where you're going. I can't remember now. But yeah, language is is weird. Because I've always thought because. I watched um, a TikTok the other day and saying because there is so many languages what we should be doing realistically instead of getting rid of any one language or anything like that mm. um, is actually teaching kids sign language in yeah, school no, and then even if you go abroad you don't necessarily need to speak that language if everybody knows sign language. Yeah. And we all agree on one more. Yeah, if we, if we can, if we can pick a sign language. Yeah. Because there's there's a few. Many either. Because I know that there's more than one. I know one. there's Makaton, which is. Uh, as far I could be incorrect, but I know, from my understanding, that is like kids' sign language. That's the stuff that they teach on, like Mister Tumble, and yeah. uh, stuff like that. They're the fairly simple, large, large movements. Um, um, there's American Sign Language, which is apparently like very one-handed, because uh, Chris knows some sign language, and I'm fairly sure that American Sign Language is quite one-handed. British Sign Language is tends to be two. Yeah. Simplified Sign Language used for kids and those with lower uh, language processing skills. Okay, that makes more sense. And then there's French Sign Language, which is all in the eyebrows. 
And then there's the Italian one, which is just this. Yeah, no, French Sign Language is uh, croissant. Oui. Ça va. It's all in the eyebrows. It's all in the eyebrows. All in the, it? It's all contextual. Like, realistically, the hand isn't needed. It's all in the eyebrows. It's just... You've just got to be really good with your eyebrows. Fish. <coughs> Fuck it. Don't make me laugh. It's too early to laugh. Yeah. It's, uh, it's too much. Are we going to move on to the topic? I feel like we should no, move on to the topic. Let's uh, talk about Jack Black. Um, what's your favourite Jack Black film? Ooh. I do quite like Pick a Destiny. Because I feel like most people, they would just go, oh, well, it, it, it's School of Rock, it's School of Rock. Oh, yeah, School of Rock is fantastic. It is a very good film, but very, very flawed. Flawed. In the fact that if that actually happened in real life... Oh, yeah, he'd get sent away. He'd get sent to prison. I think mine's probably Nacho Libra. Nacho Libra is up there. It's a brilliant film. It's just a daft... Just a daft concept. I need to find the interview. I think it uh, it could have been on Jablinski Games, I'm not sure. But it was uh, Jack Black talking about how he wasn't sure if he wanted to take the role for Nacho Libre because he thought... It's honestly probably better leaving it to someone who's like actually from Mexico. That's actually yeah. But Jack Black speaks Spanish anyway. His mother is Spanish. Like he, not Spanish, uh, Mexican. Like he is half Mexican. He understands it. Like so, I mean, they managed to talk him into playing the role. Yeah. But I can't remember the the context for why he did it. Did you know that? Um... Jack Black's mum Jack Black's mum works for NASA. Yes, and she was uh, doing maths while giving birth. She I can't remember which one it was. I think it was a was it Apollo 13? It was one of them and they were figuring trying to figure out the tra- trajectory yeah, of she, a she, certain thing and she rang him and was like, "Yeah, I've done it. Also, I have a kid now. See you in 9 months." Yeah, what What's the film? They made a film about... I'm sure it's like Apollo 13. The one with um, Kevin Bacon in. Yeah, that's Apollo 13. Yeah, that's the one that she worked on and she worked on the... like a skate pods and stuff. She was like very, very intelligent. Oh yeah, magnificent woman. Yeah, she was a very intelligent woman. I didn't realise that Jack Black... Was also in the Ice Age film. Who was he in Ice Age? I'll find out now. Because Diego was... I think he was only in the first one. Because Ray Romano was Manny. Diego was... Not Owen Wilson, but someone. Zeke. Z-E-K-E, Zeke. Dennis Leary was Diego. Uh, Sid the Sloth was... John... John Leguasimo. Yeah. Who played Luigi in the Super Mario Brothers movie. He's been in quite a few films. 
It's been a lot, to be fair. Uh, uh, Zeke, I recognise the name, but I can't. Was he not one? Uh, let's have a look. Oh, Zeke was one of the Sabertooth Tigers. Yeah. The, the dorky one. There you go. Yeah, I like Jack Black. Jack Black's great. Yeah, I think Jack Black is one of the very few people that we both just absolutely adore and love. Just because he is a brilliant, brilliant person. I think it made my dad laugh the other week because I said, oh, we've been talking about Jack Black on the podcast. And I said, if Jack Black joined Marvel, regardless of the superhero or the villain that he played, that would be automatically my favourite character in Marvel, regardless of who it was. Oh. And he just laughed. Like... Pretty much every character I am aware of has been covered now. Um, the, I there was an Iron Man cartoon. I watched the new Spider Man. Captain America is a blatantly obvious one. Um, Doctor Strange, I was peripherally aware of because I'm pretty sure he ended up in the Spider Man cartoon at one point. Same as War Machine, same as Iron Man. Also rocked up in there. Uh, what's I know Jack Black probably well he won't play this character. It's, is he called that like, John Warlock or something like that? Oh yeah, there is. Um, I think it'd be John Warlock. I'm pretty sure has a big thing in the whole Infinity War saga. Like in the comics, he's there's a lot missing from Infinity War and uh, yeah. well, Endgame. The, uh, at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy, if you watch the, I'm not sure if it's the first one or the second one. I'm fairly certain it's the first one. What are the race of golden people called? No idea. It might be the second one. Well, right at the beginning of the film, they, they steal their batteries. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, at the end of the film, post credits, they, they were talking about developing like a new, per, like a new su super person. That's supposed to be John Warlock. Was that not... I don't know. I was going to say, was that not Captain Marvel? But no, because Captain Marvel's a whole other thing. Yeah, I think that's supposed to be John Warlock. Because ah. it just shows this fancy gold machine thing. That's supposed to be John Warlock. Have you watched the uh, the Goosebumps films? Yes, really good. Uh, Jack Black, um, he's practically not in the second one. Yeah, I was just about to say, he's practically not in the second one. Yeah, and his voice is only... He's on. If if Jack Black is on screen, it is Jack Black. If Jack Black is not on screen, it is voiced by a, a Jack alike. Yeah, like a decent one. I'll, I'll give him that he's decent. I'm pretty sure it's the same guy who did the voiceover for Kung Fu Panda in the cartoon, not the films. Yeah, Kung Fu Panda the films, brilliant films. Hundred percent, fantastic. Third one, not the best one. Second though, top quality. <laughs> really. Yeah, the like films that I would still watch now and really enjoy. Oh, yeah, it was also in uh, Shark's Tale. I haven't seen that in so long. I could not tell you who he was. Um, I couldn't name a character in that film. Let's have a look. So he plays Lenny. Yeah, <coughs> no idea. Which I'm fairly certain is like one of the main characters anyway. Um. 
But yeah, brilliant film. Do uh, did it, it was also in Mars Attack as well, which I still haven't watched. Yeah, no, I told you to watch it. Yeah, that's why I just bought it. Yeah. Um, did you ever watch Help, I'm a Fish? No. you never seen it? No. Oh, don't. It was a film that me and Becca both, like, watched it as a kid, and we remembered really enjoying it. So we thought, oh, hey, let's watch, um, let's watch Help, I'm a Fish. It does not hold up. That film is really bad. Like, really bad. Do you remember the film Never Ending Story? I've never watched it, but yes, uh, Jack Black is in that. He is a bully. It was his, like, second role. Yep. Uh, Be Kind Rewind. Seen it. It's good. It's fun. It's about two guys who accidentally wipe all the VHSs in their video store. Yeah. So they have to refilm all the films. Apparently Jack Black was also in The Cable Guy. Not for a long time, but yeah. Yeah. He was also, very briefly, in the first Anchorman film. Yep, he kicks a dog. He kicks a dog off a bridge, um, and it's hilarious. He is in High Fidelity, and that is uh, also one of his earlier ones. But it is where he, like, perfected Jack Black. Like, you watch High Fidelity and you go, Oh, hey, that's Jack Black. Because that's Jack Black being Jack Black. And that's where it happened. Apparently Jack Black is in the Muppets film that came out in 2011. He is. He, gets, he plays Jack Black. He is kidnapped from anger management and he is shaved on stage. Never seen it. It's alright. It's fine. Um, yeah, they're, they're all the ones that... I was wondering why the fuck we were talking about Jack Black for so long that I remembered. Jesus. Like, I feel like we got onto it because you brought up Ice Age. I thought, why are we still on Jack Black? Oh, God. No, no. Have you watched uh, his YouTube channel? I've not, no. Should do, it's fun. Uh, but I also wanted to watch... Um, is it a film or a TV series that he did post-apocalypse or... Post-apocalypto is a film animated by Jack Black. Yeah, he did a lot of the animation. the album Post-Apocalypto. It's... An experience, to say the least. From kind of what I can tell from the first album, from the album from that film, it's basically just the first Tenacious D album. It is just typical no. Tenacious D. Oh yeah, it's, but the animations are... Uh, like it's on YouTube, but you just draw like, full-on cock and balls and sex, and it's just on YouTube, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Terminator's involved. That's fun. Time travel. Um, Elon Musk. Whole whole shebang. It's an experience. I need to watch it then. You do. Um, Rise of the Phoenix. I think the album is still one of my favorite. Mo- like it's still probably my top ten albums ever made. It's a brilliant I... album. No, I that. You can tell when someone's trying to make a comeback when every song on the album has a music video. Every single one. Yeah. Every single song on that album had a music video. Yeah. That's was kind great. of the whole point. They even take the piss out of themselves oh, for yeah. trying to make a comeback. Yeah. It worked. Yeah. Yeah, Post-Apocalypto didn't do as well as it could have done because it was so specific and songs on their own don't make as much sense 
Yeah. It was it was good, but without the accompanying like film, it, it's missing something. Yeah. But Post Apocalypto was great. I got into that when I started playing Minecraft. That was my Minecraft soundtrack. Okay. It's good times. I've never really got into Minecraft. It um It's the kind of game where if you can enjoy it playing on your own you'll be fine. Yeah. But you will probably also massively enjoy it playing with other people. Yeah. But it's I find it's not the kind of game that you can only enjoy playing with other people. You have to be able to enjoy it on your own to enjoy the rest of it. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, that it's kind of a backwards thing to say. It's like it is a game that has multiplayer, but it is not exclusively enjoyable for the multiplayer and I don't think you could enjoy it just for the multiplayer. If you don't like it single player, you won't you don't really like it. Whereas Call of Duty, yeah, you could not give a shit about the campaign. Like you can just do the online. Which most people do anyway, and it infuriates me. Yep. Like if I'm I don't see why they make a story anymore. Neither do I. It annoys me because that tends to be like my favourite part of those games. Yeah, because I'm buying... I want a... To a certain degree, I want a theatrical experience. I want to purchase this thing and play through it and experience the narrative. Yeah. If I wanted to play just an online shooter game, I'll play just an online shooter game and they're a hell of a lot cheaper than 60 quid. Yeah, I think that's kind of one of the reasons why I still really like the Assassin's Creed games. Because 95% of that goes into the, just the story mode of it. Yep. No, it's... Uh... It's one of the very, very few games now that is a good... just got a good storyline to it. I... Or at least focuses mainly on the story. Yeah, I, I disagree that as a good story arc because very clearly from like 1 and 2... The third one should have been Desmond. Is it Desmond? Uh, yeah, Desmond Miles. Yes. So, game one. Oh, I don't know if it was two. Is it the same guy in game one and two, or is it a different guy in two? No, it's the same guy in the first three. Yeah. The third game, from how like the endings of one and two are, the, end, the three, you should have been playing as Desmond as the assassin. Like, yeah. it very much seemed like Desmond going into the machine, learn how to be an assassin. Alright, learn again. Learn for this guy. Learn from this guy how to be an assassin. Alright, Desmond, you've had all the training. Like, yeah. at the end of, is it two, one or two, he's running through hallways and doing all the parkour shit like you do in the Animus. Yeah. The third one should have been him. It should have been a modern day set Assassin's Creed, but it wasn't. That, that could have been a nice trilogy. Carry on going. But, like, actually finish that one off. Like, do something there. Yeah, because uh, from what I can remember, the end of the third one, it just... Like, kind of the last mission is just him, and he finds the Apple of Eden, and then just... Yeah. Fist fight with the Pope? Or is that two? I'm not sure. Someone has a fist fight with the Pope. It's been a very long time since I've played yeah, the, the I, original Yeah, I game. really tried to play Assassin's Creed, but I... Maybe if I went back, but it has been too long, like, uh, playing... 
uh, Skyrim, I really struggled because I just wandered about and I didn't get it and I didn't know how to get back on track. Yeah. I really struggled with that. Same with Assassin's Creed. There was too much side stuff to do that I didn't know if what I was doing was the right thing to be doing at the time. So it frustrated me. Going back, I could maybe play it and enjoy it, but... Well, the the new, the new one, well, especially the last two, are fucking even worse for that. Yeah. You can very, very easily go off track. Did you... Very easily. Did you get that Marvel game that came out on uh, PlayStation recently? No, but I can download it because it's on PlayStation yeah. now. Uh, I just I was... haven't bothered because it annoys me. There's another podcast that I listen to and they got a letter written <coughs> in saying that um, the Marvel game, it has like the main mission that you're supposed to be doing throughout and it also has a lot of side stuff. Yeah. But... Um... If you do any of the side stuff, the game screams at you to start doing the main mission again. So it's yeah. like, don't give me the option of side stuff if you're going to yell at me to go and do the main thing. I have just completed all the side stuff for uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah, I went back and then realised that I've spent over 60 hours on that game. Yeah. Which is really good. Yeah, that's what yeah. I want. Yep. No. Um. My mate Mike. He. Uh, he will not buy a game until it has come down in price enough that for every quid he spends on it, he gets an hour out of it. Yeah. That's his level of commitment. Like, if a game comes out, checks. Oh, it's like a forty-hour game. He'll wait until it's forty quid. Yeah. It's like um, Resident Evil games. Hmm. Um. Tara that sits next to me at work we were talking about it apparently you can speed run that game and do it in like three hours yes but that is a feature of the game that is and that's intended like yeah, but all you... the Resident Evils you can finish in like two hours yeah if you are properly going through Resident Evil 8 if you are properly going through it getting everything doing side stuff hunting for treasures and whatever it's about a 15 hour game including cutscenes and stuff it's about a 15 hour game yeah but with more like AAA games and higher budget ones like that the ones that are pretty I'm willing to put more money down because you're also getting a theatrical experience out of it yeah oh that's true something like Dark Souls that's I can finish Dark Souls in like 6 hours it's not a huge game if you know what you're doing you can circumvent a load of shit and you just just plough on through but yeah. the first time I played that I think it was like 100 hours I properly messed about and had a good time so it, and I, I didn't even buy that game my brother got it me but if I had bought it way worth its money yeah you, well you've bought it since haven't you oh yeah I've bought it once twice three times, times four times Five times. Technically six times I have bought Dark Souls. That's, that's a lot. It is. And yet, it, and I, I mean, we've, I know we've talked about this before, but it really annoys me that GTA's been on, like, what is it, three generations of, play, of, yeah. of games console now. 
And they just refuse to bring out another one because that one's still making the money. Yeah, why would you bother? There's no point. It's like, it's like, you can say, oh, they're beating a dead horse. No, they are beating a horse that is very much alive and kicking. Well, if it's still laying eight... Not, not beating a dead horse, milking a dead cow. But the cow is still fine. The cow is very, very good. Yeah, I suppose. I need to have a look at Resident... Um, not Resident Evil. Uh, dead, Red Dead Redemption. And see if what they've updated online. That's, that's possibly ad, adding quite a lot of stuff online for that now. Yes, I've heard. Uh, never inter- Never really interested me. Red, I've Red still not finished that. I need to finish that at yeah. some point in the second one. Never played the first one. But it annoys me that the second one's called the second one, even though it's a prequel. Yes, that annoys me. Don't call something two if it happens before one. Yeah, that, that annoys me, to be fair. Um, but, yeah, it's just one of them, isn't it? Yeah. Right. I need the toilet and also to have a shower and get ready for work. So, shall we call it there? Uh, yes. Let's call it there. Oh, it's been a good day. Very tired. And it is a slightly more reasonable hour now. Yeah, I think we've kind of walked up with the podcast mm. as the podcast gone along. Yeah. We've done well. Uh, right. Yeah, see you in a bit. See you later.